With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We now present Manny Hill's Four Deep Thoughts on the Ride with Royce. You don't like country music, do you? You think it's horny and kind of twangy? Well, you could be right, but let's try to keep this positive. Did you ever hear the story of Billy Joe Shaver and Waylon Jennings? I've heard about Waylon testing dope on Billy Joe. <laughs> They'd sit back and watch him for an hour to see how it affected him. I was kind of a guinea pig, but I got a lot of free drugs. <laughs> the wild, crazy Jerry Lee Lewis. He'd been up two or three days. The third night, people were falling asleep and they days. were saying, Jerry, we're just so tired, we can't stay awake. He bought a machine gun. He shot up a demo lab next door $50,000 worth of false teeth. So everybody kind of woke up then. One time, we were driving down the road, and Johnny Paycheck wanted the double, triple hamburger. And the bus driver said, no, he's driving the bus, and we'll stop where he wants. So I shot the bus driver in the ear. <laughs> that is the uh, uh, Mike Judge's uh, Tales from the Tour Bus. Uh, that was a great series, I think, on Cinemax. 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 Yep. Cinemax. And I, was, I had the thought that Manny's, uh, t- uh, tales from the <laughs> same thing. <laughs> same thing. Right. Manny's back. And by the way, I promised on uh, I promised on Twitter last night, Reavers, we were all going to do this for Manny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we, we were, were going to do this we right here with our foot and a half of snow. With our snow for being on the uh, on the on the cruise boat while we were all uh, even I was shoveling oh, for God's God. sakes. But uh, the four deep thoughts today. Tied around the cruise boat. I don't know if they will be as uh, wild as some of those uh, tales. Yeah, you don't think Manny shot somebody in the ear? (laughs) They wouldn't, uh, you know, the the food. I got to ask you about the cruise before you get going. Okay. Food and booze, right? Food and That's booze. That's what it's about. Yes. Yes, <laughs> it was amazing. fantastic. And I never that was been actually on one, but they say food and booze. And since I don't drink, that would leave me leave, leave You me could do damage with the food, though. Ooh, the food. Okay, food and booze. Okay, Manny's. I know you've missed him. And boy, there's a lot of stuff going on since he was gone. Here are Manny Hill's four deep thoughts. Well, thought number one is uh, there's no sound for it, Reaver. You made me a little nervous. <laughs> but he has sound bites. <laughs> Um, no, thought number one is, first of all, it's perfect that you guys gave me your salute to yes, start here yes, because right. I'm just going to continue to egg it on. My first thought was that I was so glad to avoid 
that uh, dumping of snow that was received up here yeah. uh, on on Saturday was uh, it was great. I was on the boat on Saturday and trolling people on Twitter, even taking a picture of uh, I almost blocked my, you my, <laughs> my adult beverage as we were out at sea. Uh, what but, islands did you get to? What island did you get? To? Uh, we got to Key West on Sunday. We we left. Uh, we set sail from Miami on uh, Saturday afternoon. We got to Key West on Sunday and spent the day. Spent the majority of the day in Key West, and uh, and that was that was great. That was that was fantastic. Key West mm-hmm. is beautiful. I, I had never been six uh, six toed cats down there. You got to watch out at the Hemingway House. They got the six toed cats. <laughs> the cats that got the run of the place down there drives me crazy. Yeah. So um, and the thing that I noticed too, and it might have just been because it was April, but it wasn't wasn't that hot. No, at no, all. It was, no, it was, it was. You know, we were in probably the mid, mid to upper eighties, pretty much mm-hmm. the entire time, with a nice, with a nice breeze and every and everything mm-hmm. too. So it was. Uh, wasn't that hot was up great. here either, Manny? <laughs> wasn't that hot up here? We, we had no heating problems up here. All right, number one, he's taunting us. What's uh, what's your second deep thought? Number number two is uh, you kind of alluded to it already. We ate like kings and queens down there. It mm-hmm. was the food was fantastic. Uh, the the breakfast it was a breakfast buffet every day on the cruise or mm-hmm. you, you pretty much anything you could think of that you would want for breakfast you could have on this buffet I mean from bacon to eggs to I mean croissants to just any sort of like fancy breakfast How type about of food. locks could you get a little smoke locks there uh... probably yeah. I didn't have any but probably <laughs> I'm sure it was probably available okay. yeah. Right. Yeah, so it, it was great. And then uh, for dinner, we had uh, we had a variety of options. I had salmon one night. I had steak two different nights. I had uh, what was the what was the other thing that I had? I can't remember. But mm-hmm. but it was it was great. And you got to be careful was... with the peanut allergy too when you're yeah. yes. Yeah. And and I did. And and actually, the last night the last night of dinner. Um, there was uh, salmon available, but it was p- pistachio crusted no, salmon, so no, I had to man. avoid that. That's yeah. right. I had to avoid that. That would have been a hell of a way to wind up the trip. Dead. Yeah. You know. <laughs> right. Exactly. That'd be a downside. <laughs> Out right. at sea. Yeah. Yes. With a peanut allergy. No, that's, um, that's a good way to they just off the side. You know, like they used to the war heroes. It'd be great. <laughs> um, and my third thought is the Caribbean sun. Guys, and you guys probably know this already from just being down in Florida as often as you guys have been. The sun down there is no joke, man. Like oh, even no. when it's not, it'll, even it'll when it's not hot, because mm-hmm. it was never really super mm-hmm. hot down there ever. But if you don't put on any sunscreen, you are you're in, in for a long you're trip. Get fried yeah. down there. Yeah, it's no joke. And I actually missed. I was telling Pat. Reavers um, earlier this afternoon that I actually missed a couple spots when I oh. put on sunscreen. Oh. So both of my shoulders are like cherry red. Even oh. even now, so a even the days brothers later. can get sunburned down there. Is what you're saying? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes, if you're not careful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, number four, my th- thought number four, and Reavers, you'll appreciate this. Me and the gal and my sister and my brother-in-law. We won a little uh, brewery tour nice. in Nassau. Nice, uh, and it was it was it was pretty good. It was uh, pretty cool. It was pretty good. Yeah, it was awesome. Anyone in particular that stood out? Um, what was the name of the third one we went to? Pirate. Um, it was called Pirate. Uh... So they're doing the craft beer thing in Nassau now. Too, oh huh? yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. It, it's a lot of it is well, more lighter stuff, but it's and here's they the, love their beer down. There. Here's what my beer sources tell me, Pat, is that part of the country 
is slower developed with craft beer. Not that they're behind, but they just haven't had the need to yeah. really explore. And they're coming. So now they're yes. going to experience that wave just like we have How here. How's NASA? Oh, it's, it's great. It's, it's, it's beautiful. You didn't make... Now, Jamaica's the one that's got the stripe, right? Isn't there Old, beer? Red, red stripe. Red stripe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the famous beer down there, but in, in Jamaica. Because Bernsey had a place down there for years in Jamaica. He did? In Jamaica, really? Yeah, he had a place. He got destroyed in a hurricane. Oh, once, that, is that where you saw him ago. on the beach? Oh. No, that was when he moved to Sarasota okay. after his place in Jamaica oh, got, okay. uh, got uh, destroyed. But... Uh, yeah, well, they could probably make some beer down there. Oh, heavens, yes. yes. Yeah, a lot of the a lot of the beer I sampled down there was really, really good in Nassau. Yeah, Nassau's beautiful. Well, we're, uh, you know, I've never done it. I've never uh, never been to the Caribbean. And never? I've never been Oh, there. my Don't God. Know why we haven't. We you, just, you would we enjoy it, it, I think, yeah. We just uh, haven't done it. Uh, we were in Jamaica about 10-plus years ago for a wedding, and... Man alive! That's now, the way. This was to... what a couple from up here said. We're going to have a wedding in Jamaica. It if was want to be there. It be was there. her cousin that did it. Uh, an mm-hmm. Iowa couple that said we're going down, and the yeah. Iowegians took over. Man, and that's a good, that's a good way to you know people who uh, who show up when you do a wedding in Jamaica. They seriously want to be there. It's not like they just show up. Oh yeah, some right on the the some best Legion club in Iowa. <laughs> the best is if you're doing the ceremony on the beach. And then you got the gawkers that kind of are strolling by. You know, because everybody's all fancy. And, and then you got the guy with no shirt on walking by. You go, look at this wedding. <laughs> How about you see any drug use in the uh, islands now? Uh, no, but um, I know the three of you guys, including Kenny, who just walked into the room now, uh, you guys all saw the uh, picture that I sent you guys of the certain thing that we I talked about it on the air. We talked about it on the air. The swimsuit the area bong. Bong. Yes. Yeah, that yeah. was yeah. yeah. That was a bong that uh, you would, uh, you, you, when you're flying it back, they probably would have said, What's That ain't there? getting through customs. They would have let you bring it in, but they would have snickered, I think, a little bit. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, those wait, were uh, Manny's. Wait, wait, wait. I thought you said we were going to have a morale building moment here on the show. Oh, we what? all did that already. Oh, well, let me yeah. get on it. <laughs> you're late to the party, <laughs> Olson. Middle that. finger for you, Manny. <laughs> yeah, we all did that. We gave Manny the, the middle finger. It was a greeting. wonderful time. Yes, that's yeah, good. Whatever, well, dude. We're happy for you. <laughs> Meanwhile... A guy you work with is driving to Winnipeg tomorrow morning. Let's to go, Matt. Watch a hockey game. You're tomorrow. driving to Winnipeg tomorrow morning. See you at the fair. You're oh, a meathead. My goodness. <laughs> All right. We'll be back. Well, I got to admit, I watched mostly the baseball game last night because every time I uh, I did not uh, get the basketball game when the Timber. I guess I did click over once when they were heading the first quarter. But by the time I got back, they were fading away, and uh, you were no, knew they were going to get beat. But looking at the stats, it appears that twice in a row the Rockets have played about as poorly as they can. And they still they shot thirty six percent. Harden went two for eighteen, and they won by twenty. It's no contest. Well, and yeah. that's why when you saw their shooting right from the get go, and the Wolves were only up, I think six or whatever it was, you are like, oh, they're in trouble. Yep, because yeah, well, the Rockets couldn't have played more poorly, and they were just yeah. barely losing. Leading yeah. scorer for the Wolves, by the way, last night, yeah. Nemanja Bjelica. Yes, sixteen. Sixteen points. I saw Belly was uh, throwing a few up there. I'd, I'd click over every once in a while, but uh, I was absolutely uh, mesmerized by the lack of hitting by these two uh, teams down in uh, Port, Fort, Puerto Rico. But uh, the uh, I stirred up the troops today by pointing out that Tibbs, that uh, Paul Molitor, 
Last year went from 59 wins to 85 wins mm-hmm. with a team that he, you know, he managed both those teams and was named the American League Manager of the Year and got a three-year contract. Yep. Tibbs went from 31 victories to a team he coached to 47. Now, if you do the math on that and relate it to baseball, that's like going from 62 wins to uh, 93 or 94, 93 in a fraction. Uh, when you do it that way, because they play one, they they don't play exactly double. They play right. close to double. So uh, what the hey, Tibbs gonna Tibbs a candidate for coach of the year? Anybody anybody <laughs> nominate him for coach of the year? Everybody wants to, what what? Why do we think that this team is so good? That's what I want to know. I why need do, to ask a why question. Why do we think that forty seven victories is something? Did who imagined more than forty-seven victories when this season started? I didn't. This was about where I thought. I, this was about the amount of wins that I thought they would have this year. And teams, I, I kind of, I, I had, had them more some, on like forty-eight or forty-nine. I, but I mean, whatever. That's I know they had wins. some horrible losses, but yeah. teams have. This was a strange year for hor- There was a lot of horrible losses. Now I will say that I thought this was about the amount of wins that I thought they'd have, but I thought that they would be higher in the standings. I didn't anticipate this many teams Being in the required. West having yeah, well, New 47, Orleans, 48, Utah, 49 wins. Yeah. You never thought that New Orleans, even with Boogie, you didn't think New Orleans and Utah would have more than 47. Right. I, I thought it's, Utah would be a fringe playoff team at best this year, mm-hmm. and they ended up they being a five great. seed. And yeah. last night they had a really good game, and uh, Ricky made five threes. But uh, the the Timberwolves, as a unit, last night, by everything I can see in the box score, just were horrible. Yep. But here's the good news. The bench played 116 minutes. The minute police are happy. <laughs> the minute police are happy. None of the starters played over 30 minutes. Finally, Tibbs has started to listen to you. After all this, Tibbs has started to listen to now, you. I need He's, to ask. Yes. You, I need to ask you a question. Yeah. Uh, you know, you you said you stirred up the troops with this tweet. Was the main objective of the tweet uh, relating Molitor and Thibodeau uh, to provide uh, factual information, or was it to stir up the troops? It was fifty percent to offer genuine perspective. All right. And the other 50% was to give Corzo an annual. <laughs> Did it work? Did he take the bait? I, I don't know if Corzo's responded. I, uh, I don't know if he, I haven't looked. Uh, uh, but uh, anyway, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of people. I got really, uh, this, one's a, this one I liked a lot. I got to tell you this. I got this response from a guy. Let me look here. Uh, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. By the way, I went out and bought a couple of power cords today. I saw. From Apple? Yeah. Do you think that's a pretty good profit item I, for the boys? I, what did I tell you to do? <laughs> power I said, cord don't. A little, a little nubber at the end, 40 bucks? No offense. They don't even give you the nub. I know. How you long was the cord? Six, uh, I don't know. Four Six feet? Inches? No, oh God, no. This you this, can't. Oh, this, this is okay. Yeah. I see what you're saying. I told you go get a generic one at a at a Target or something like that. Yeah. Because the the if you go to the actual store, it's a ripoff. Well, they got Hopefully me. they don't sponsor us. A guy named John Schmoll responded. Oh no. 
Possibly the worst take or analogy ever. Look at the talent. Look at the effort. Look at the strategy. Molitor could coach the Wolves to more wins. But as I said, as his, his Twitter account is at Schmolzy. Oh, Schmolzy. You got to take him serious. And my response was, you know, uh, when you uh, when you get ripped by Schmolzy, you got to take a hard look. Yes, at you the, do. You got to take a yes, hard look you at do. yourself. No, but yeah, they were awful. They're not. They're not in the same ballpark with Houston. And we have known that and, all year. Yes, we've known this yes. all year. So and I don't to, understand. Like everybody who going into this series. Everybody's saying, "Oh, well, they're just going to get their butts whooped by you, by uh, yes. by Houston." And then when it happens, everybody's surprised. Like, I can't believe they're getting their butt whooped by Houston. Well, well the, uh, everybody was mad the first night when they came within three, which was right. And I said, "That's the best they got." Sorry, that's that was the their best, best chance to win. That's to the best win they a game. can play. Now yeah. they, they'll probably they might win a game at home. Ah, uh, Houston would really. Have, I think Houston will actually come up here and play better because they want to get it over with, don't you? Yeah, I could see that. But, yeah. Uh, they have endless three-point shooters. Everybody they end up going to Gerald everybody Green. except Clint Capella. Yes, will Ooh. shoot a three-point shot on that team. Here's the one thing that the cat, uh, cat's now getting. Cat was defended to the up upper. You know, it was all on Tibbs the first game. Yeah, last night there's some people ripping Cat, but what nobody was talking about after the Sunday night game was in the first. Half, Capello ate his lunch. Yes, Capello had twenty points. He ate his lunch. It wasn't all about Cat not getting the ball in the post. It was what was Cat doing in the post against this monster? He can't. Uh, well, he didn't one do person, one person tweeted me last night that it, well, it's not like the Rockets have an elite defensive big man. Uh, Clint Capella is pretty good. <laughs> he's a hell he's of, he's pretty what good. A, uh, what a developmental story that is. Though. Yeah, this kid is. He was part of the reason Switzerland for God's sakes. He's <laughs> part of the reason why the Rockets were able to let Dwight Howard go mm-hmm. so easily without even trying to bring him back. Now, I mean, Dwight was kind of a it was kind of a toxic personality in that locker room, but Clint Capella was the reason why they had no problem letting Dwight Howard walk because he's good and he's young and he's not a cancer like Dwight Howard. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, it was uh, it was it was fun. Now, also on the Twitter account, I have received. Let me look at this one. I have received this from Heather Fleck of all people, uh, and you pointed it out to me, Manny. I hadn't seen it because it hadn't popped up in my notifications, but. Uh, on uh, Wednesday night at the X, or Tuesday night at the X, they had, at the late in the second period, they had a video of PJ oh. screaming, this is our ice, let's go. So I tweeted out, you know, I didn't say anything at the time, I waited to see how she turned out, and then pointed out that they just like PJ's teams at the end of last year, they got shut out. And, uh, you know, that was it. That was it. It was just a... And uh, accurate. Yeah, just the facts, ma'am. But uh, here's... Uh, I don't know how Heather even became aware of this. I don't know why she'd be coming up. Uh, why are you so negative and awful all the time? What is your issue with a man that gives his entire life to making a program and young lives better? Three question marks. 
Maybe you should take a look at what he does for the community and for our youth before you slam him all the time. And uh, my response, of course, is why? Balance. Yeah, balance. It's, we need balance. Yes. We need balance. Every, you don't want, Heather, you don't want to be married to some guy who's going to turn into an egomaniac because everybody's kissing him, you know, on the butt all the time. You want somebody to keep him balanced. You're here to you? give him humility. This is on yes, balance. absolutely. It's all about balance. Every just, good movie needs an antagonist. Yes, that's right. And we all, we, we want to balance things out here. And by the way, I'm very proud of that scheduling they've done. Tennessee is coming to town. Did you see that? No. My Tennessee, balls are coming. No, Tennessee Tech. Oh. They have oh, scheduled Tennessee oh, Tech, which huh, is 1AA, oh. right? I think 1AA. So. Ohio yeah. Valley Conference is 1AA. Okay, Does that yeah. count as one of our six we need, though? Well, here's the deal. Can they count one this year? No, this is in a couple, three years. Oh. oh. But you can play North Dakota State, fill the stadium. You can play South Dakota State. Fill the stadium. But you might you can play South Dakota, fill the stadium. You can play North Dakota, but no, we got to go to where's Tennessee Tech? I couldn't even tell you. <laughs> Murfreesboro is oh, middle. middle. Tennessee. That's okay. middle. That's, that's middle. That's, that's middle. middle. Yeah. Tennessee Tech, I don't know where it is. We're not playing middle. No, not sure. Middle's in a higher conference than Let me Tennessee look up Tennessee Tech. Tennessee oh, Tech my God. I'm not sure where Tennessee Tech is. I don't even think I could name a player that's from Tennessee Tech. Well, I don't think anybody from Tennessee could name a player from Tennessee. Anyway, that's uh, that's it. You know, balance. We we all need that. We all, you know, because there's, believe it or not, there's people out there who don't like me, and make no. it, and make me aware of it. And no, it, it makes me look at my like Schmolzy has made me look at my faults <laughs> and my faults. Where are we at, Manny? Tennessee Tech, home of the Golden Eagles. Okay. Are so in. they used so they probably used to be named after an Indian tribe and they had to change their name, I would guess. Uh they are in Cookville, Tennessee, which is actually not very far from Nashville. So okay. They're not well, too far away from Nashville. Nice scheduling. North central part of the city. Why didn't you call up the bison and say, Come on down and let's have some fun, huh? Yeah. Because they might lose. Well, that'd be okay. You know, they might lose to damn near anybody. We'll be back. I think the traffic guy's on acid. Wow. <laughs> X, dummy. X. Oh. <laughs> Pat, your mic's not on, sir. There Here go. is John Height with a sports update. <laughs> Thank you, Patrick. I'm so glad I'm back. <laughs> I missed you guys. <laughs> this update's sponsored by Shell. Get the feeling of being rewarded with gold status at Shell with the Fuel Rewards program. Download the Fuel Rewards app, join, and start saving today. Twins have the day off today. They will open up a three-game series against the Rays in Florida tomorrow, then move on to New York for a four-game series against the Yankees before they come back home to Target Field. After last night's 16-inning win over Cleveland and Puerto Rico, the Twins are 8-5 and in first place in the American League Central half game ahead of the Cleveland Indians. We're getting ready for the release of the NFL schedule tonight. Rumors, of course, <laughs> flying. You're flying like crazy. There's no suspense for you Packer fans, though, because no. Damaski's already uh, tweeted out the home schedule. Let anyway, us know so. who they're playing. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Vikings rumored, of course, uh, originally to be playing Philly on that opening Thursday. That uh, apparently is not going to happen. Philadelphia Inquirer reporting the Eagles will host the Falcons in Week 1, and the Vikings won't travel to Philly until Week 5. Most sources now have the Vikings opening against the 49ers. Uh, remember San Francisco? They had a good finish to the season, winning five straight last year after installing Jimmy Garoppolo as their Is that here? 
Is that here? Yeah, that's a home 49ers game. 49ers a home game, huh? That'll be a good game. That'll be a good opener. The official NFL schedule will be announced at 7 o'clock. No, but no, at no, no, 5.03, no, no, no. No, no. the, uh, oh, yeah. that's right. the, the Reavers, Reavers mock schedule, mm-hmm. and uh, Manny and I will uh, make our picks along with Reavers to see what the final record will be. Do you think the, the league deliberately made sure that the Eagles were not going to open against the Vikings because that's what everybody was assuming? That could have been. Yeah. Well, but, you know, I hate to correct everybody, but last year everybody thought it was going to be the Saints here. <laughs> and remember, the Saints opened up with the return of Adrian Peterson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they were right. See, Kenny? Us professional mockers know yes. this kind of information. Yeah, that's amazing info. Thank you, Chris. <laughs> again, again, he's worked on this more than I've seen hey, him work in the I'm a professional last mocker. Year. Mm-hmm. You put this much effort into your marriage. <laughs> wow! <laughs> <laughs> he is. He's going to Winnipeg. Right. Give the weekend off. Oh, the he's he's taking me with because that's the best excuse I've ever heard. <laughs> uh, speaking of Winnipeg, where Chris is going to watch the Minnesota Wild, they mix things up a bit at practice today. The Wild, that is. Coach Bruce Boudreau said they need to score more goals. Good. Oh. Good, good idea. The most significant changes were the additions of forward Kyle Rowe and defenseman Ryan Murphy. Rao skated on the line with center Matt Cullen and winger Marcus Feligno. Well, a Murphy filled out the third pairing next to By the, the way, Husser. the Jets' defense is beat to hell, and now they lost Morrissey, and they've lost Myers, and they had two guys hurt going into the uh, into this series. So uh, they're going to have a bunch of nobodies playing defense. Mm-hmm. So there's no excuse not to win that game. Score some goals, boys. Yes. Score some goals. Did you see the uh, stat on the Ducks and the uh, Kings? Yeah. Eight games, seven, seven goals, goals total. Yeah. Wow. Getting swept. <laughs> wow. Lindsey Whalen has hired her first assistant, former Gophers teammate and current McAllister head coach Kelly Roysland. And uh, Whalen reportedly closing in on a second assistant coach as well. And not only Kelly Roysland that, but she passed Reavers. Uh, her husband passed Reavers as the most overachieving husband in the history of, uh, of my friendships. Uh, she's married to Eric Curry. It's a... Uh... <laughs> It's a it's a baton I'm willing to pass because I've held it for quite some time. It's, it's, uh, it's I'm not saying it's a wide margin, believe me. It's, it's like it's like the closest horse race you ever saw. <laughs> Photo finish. Yes. John, we better let you. Go. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. enough. I'll All right. Only, only 20 minutes away from the Reavers' mock schedule for the Vikings. We will tell you what their final record is going to be. And remember, last year, um, uh, Reavers went 12 out of 16. Including the bye week. Including the bye week. Picked the bye week. And pretty much told us whether they were going to be Thursday, Sunday, or Monday games. You know, I'm I'm envisioning not nearly as many primetime games, but the Purple will be featured. The Purple will be featured in several night nationally televised games this year. Oh, Cousins coming in to a 13-3 team? I would guess right now the Eagles, the Rams... And the Vikings are the most popular NFC team. More popular than the Packers, I believe. Ooh, but you, you can't rule out the return of Rodgers and how that might impact yes, yes, the mock. That that could impact the mock. That's, that is for sure. Uh, anyway, the Fighting Twins last night, five hours and 23 minutes, right? And uh, I'll tell you, say one thing. Uh, there was a lot of... Uh, the Twins had not played in four days until they played Tuesday. So, 
they had a lot of guys who hadn't pitched and hadn't really played and hadn't. I don't think Adrianza played either in either game down there either. He hasn't played in a week, but. Uh, the when he hooked Barrios after seven great innings last night, he was fantastic. Ed, Eduardo Perez was beside himself that he didn't let him take a bow to come out and get a. Mm-hmm. I mean, the kid had gotten his bow anyway, so you know. I mean, they cheered for him every inning, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but Eddie was uh, upset about that, and a lot of a lot of uh, people on Twitter seized on that and thought that it was bad that Brios didn't get a chance to take his bow. Well, one thing is, uh, Brios, he had had his last start, but last Thursday, so Against he was Sox. pitching. Was he, he was he on regular rest? or was No, he had an extra day. Well, I was going to say, he must have had extended yeah, had time. Because remember, he was going to start the Tuesday on, game. Yeah, he was pitching on his sixth day, right? Uh, so, because he pitched Thursday and then he pitched Wednesday, he was pitching on his sixth day. But I think it was okay. He's been great. He's amped up beyond belief because he's pitching at home, and he also wanted to see Addison Reed. He hadn't, you know, seen since he had the migraine headache or mm-hmm. something. Didn't, no, he had strep throat. Strep throat. That's right. Here's mm-hmm. the only issue that I had with it, though, Pat. You could tell in that moment that you were most likely headed for extra baseball. I mean, I think everybody that's that's watched well, baseball. For, but here's my point. Coming off of a six-pitch inning in which he was breezing through that lineup, and he appeared to be getting stronger as the game wore on, mm-hmm. I really wanted him to get yeah, at least one more inning. He did. Well, he could have, you know, he could have gone nine the way he was going. But uh, I, I guess one thing he told people is he wanted to use his bullpen. He wanted to, although... He had no idea that it was going to go gonna 16. Get a chance yes. to use nine innings of his bullpen and use everybody. And at the end, the only guy he had left was Tyler Kinley. Mm-hmm. But Barrios was fantastic. Carlos Carrasco was fantastic. I mean, they had no chance no. against him. They had no chance against him. And uh, uh, Belial uh, comes in, our guy Belial, <laughs> and I, it's one of the few times that I've said. You know, Miguel Sano was a pretty smart hitter right there because he played next to Belisle all that time, and he just sat there and waited and thought he'd start him with a strike one fastball, right? <laughs> and he murdered it, so you're one-to-one. And uh, then after that, they uh, they end up scrounging out the game uh, thanks to Kipnis uh, booting that hard-hit ball by Logan Morrison. But uh, they're 8-5 and five. somehow. But a lot of bad things have happened here. And now Buxton with the migraines. You don't like the aura right now. I don't like the aura. Buxton with the the migraines. Mm-hmm. Now what Kepler doesn't chase that ball, and it turns out he's got a catch in his knee. And they say, well, it's probably nothing serious, but how hun- how many hundred times have we heard, ah, it's probably mm-hmm. with a knee, ah, it's probably not bad. Especially when not, you're an outfielder. And it might not be bad. So you don't have a center fielder. And even if Kepler can play, he's not going to play center field. Right. So, and then you can, you don't have Polanco. You don't have Santana. Uh, you, now Buxton is they're just bad things happening. But uh, they're, they're a much better team than they were last year if they can get help. Oh, it's not even close. That's a game, even with a strong performance by Barrios, they don't win that game last year. What are they going to do that, with, with, uh, with that bullpen is what but, I'm getting at. You know, Morrison is famous for his slow starts, but... Can I... 
Three for 43. Can, can I go on a tidy Oof. rant about Morrison yes. for a minute? I, I loved the acquisition. I still think it's a great move. I still yeah. think he's going to eventually hit. But my God in heaven, he's got to make an adjustment. Pat, well, you he's, can't. He's trying to lift it out. He, That's but the way you he knew when, when I forget who, who let off with a hit before him in the ninth. And all I'm saying is you got to either. I know you can't lay a bunt down, and he showed that later in the game. But you cannot go up there with the mindset of, I'm going to try to pull and hit it as hard as I can. That's the wrong mindset in that situation, and that's the kind of crap that drives me nuts. Well, uh, Mark Topkin, our friend from the Tampa Bay Times, who uh, is one of the best beat writers in the country, yes, he is. told me, good guy, he'll, he'll talk when he's over for 4 or when he hits three home runs. He said, but he, he's going to be up trying to yank it. That's all he's trying to do. Time. So you every got him and Snow. You got Snow trying to yank it to left and him trying to yank it to right. But uh, I, I having those two guys hit three and five is not going to work like this. Some, something's got to happen with him. Now, I did point out that his first year in Tampa, which was uh, six, 16, he got his first RBI in the 37th game of the season. Ooh, was he playing every day? He's 30 games. It oh. was his 30th game. Oh. He got his first RBI. He ended up 16 and 48 or something. Well, even last year, year, he had 38 home runs, but he only had 70? 80, 80 I thought 80 RBI, okay. something like that. Yeah, he's. Uh, I'm not sure he's a five-hitter. I don't, I don't know what he is. He's also a slow starter, apparently. Yeah, well, he is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Robbie Grossman actually hit a couple of balls hard because I I just I'm done I just I'm sick of him. Of who? I just Robbie Grossman. I don't want him out there. I don't want him playing. Well, at this point, don't you don't him. have a choice. No, you don't. But I I don't know if I want him on a team. Now I missed it. Did, they didn't DL Kepler, did they? No, I don't think anything happened today. Okay, you know they flew into they. I think they might have gone somewhere and tried to have a workout today. Mm-hmm. If they hadn't played 16 innings, but I, I think that kind of took care of those players. Because the uh, obvious move would be granted if they had to. Who could play outfield? Come up and play center field, yeah. He's hitting about 100, and Vargas is hitting about 50. Oh. But they're having the same problem as they the haven't Twins. Played they games. haven't played any games. So. Yeah. Anyway, they're 8-5 and five somehow, but you'd like the vibe to get a little better. But Barrios, oof-da. That's, uh, you know, even his bad game wasn't that bad. He had good stuff, but he's been out four times. He's had terrific stuff. He's going to be the kid, too, that when he's pitching at home on a weeknight, he's going to fill that place. Don't you think? I don't think he'll fill it. Maybe in summer he'll draw extra people. Yeah, you know, he'll draw extra people, but uh, I I doubt if he'll fill it. But uh, he'll he'll certainly make you look at the schedule and say, hey, Barrios, on a nice night, you weren't going to the game. You see he's pitching, you might go. Mm Mm-hmm. He's uh, he's been pretty damn good. That curve, that breaking ball is unhittable. Anyway, uh, they get a day off. Then they're in Tampa for three, and then they go to Yankee Stadium for four. For right, four, four games. Four, right, yeah. So, uh, you know, but this might be the good time to play the Yankees. As Giancarlo's, you know, he's hitting worse than Morrison right now. Well, not average wise, but striking out even more. That's for sure. But Big Miggy, uh, Big Miggy comes through. That's the thing about him. He drives you crazy, but he won and the he game. Can tie the he game won the game it. last yep. night. He yep. tied the game. All right, we'll be back. Quiet, please. We'll be on the air. And now, this day in history. Patrick.
bad Kenny's not in here for one of his favorite tunes. He might be sprinting in here right now. You know, there was some competition for today's sports day in history. Oh. This was the day that the Revolutionary War started. Okay. Ah. Uh, April 19th, 1775, 700 British troops on a mission to capture Patriot leaders. Uh, marched into Lexington uh, to find 77 armed Minutemen under Captain John Parker waiting for them on the town's common green. So that was a pretty good one. That was yeah. pretty good. That was, you know. Uh, and then, April 19th, 1993, the Branch Davidians uh, compound was uh, attacked and uh, they ended up... Uh, uh, having the uh, David Koresh standoff, and that didn't come out too good for anybody, uh, particularly the women and children who were inside there. But you can't top this. No. no. This day in history, April 19th, 1975, the Captain and Tennille brought wedded bliss to the pop charts with their first hit. Tony Tennille and Daryl Dragon were not yet married when Love Will Keep Us Together rose up the charts to become the first of the duo's two number one hits. Uh, and, uh, you know, it was they, uh, they basically blew Sonny and Cher out of the water, right? Captain and Tennille, they uh, you, took over. Yeah, I think so. But, but Sonny and Cher still remain very oh, relevant. Did, but... Uh, they notched seven top tip ten singles in a five-year period, and uh, the captain, of course, wore the hat. Mm-hmm. That was uh, and there. You, you that could, was the tip-off, so you, you could know which one was you which. You couldn't turn on a variety show without seeing them, <laughs> and uh, the captain and Tennille, uh Yep, started uh, started on this day in history. Uh, we we sometimes go for the uh, sound rather than the because it would have been hard to get sound. From the start of the Revolutionary War in 1775. Probably just had a gunshot or yes, something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so. Is that one, uh, is it, like a you musket? Know what, you know what they called that, though? The uh, In uh, Lexington, the shot heard around the world. Really? I call it Bobby Thompson's home run in 1951. Right, the right, shot yeah. heard around the world, but some historians think the one in the American Revolution was more important. So you can have your choice there. The Captain and Tennille. Man, I never got to see him in person, but I certainly would have loved to be there. They were just, yeah, I certainly danced to Captain and Tennille many times. Many times. This didn't, there weren't many weddings in that era that they didn't have this song. Yeah, 